0: If you're a tennis fan, you'll love Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Hello everyone and welcome along to the latest edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the number one tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley, and you've joined us along for the big one. Some of you may be new to this podcast, some of you may be new to the show. Welcome along and hopefully you'll join us in the future. But this is the big one of the year. It's the men's singles preview at the Wimbledon Championship. The draw was made at the All England Tennis Club a few hours ago and alongside me to look at the draw, look at the best specs and the reaction of the draw is our senior ATP Tour handicapper, Sean Calvert. Sean, uh, good afternoon to you. The draw has been made, another Wimbledon Championship Uh, The first impressions from the draw is that's obviously the side of Novak Djokovic is in. Uh, It's obviously a lot, lot uh, more difficult to find some value. We're probably concentrating more on the top half of the draw where we might be able to see someone who's going to take on Djokovic. But probably the conclusion of it so far is that it's probably one of the weakest Wimbledon's we've seen for many a year, isn't it?
1: It is. I'd, I'd love to come on this show and have a real strong opinion on like a you know 100 to one shot or something like that I've got opinions on some outrights on the each ways but you know behind Djokovic and Alcaraz it's it's weak isn't it there's there's I've looked down that list I've mentioned before on this show a couple of times I've looked down the list of the market leaders and I'm just I've just ticked them all off Um just most of them are injured aren't they they're the main players that that have made the final before you Kyrgios Berrettini these sort of people are injured. Um, others are, are really out of form. Others can't do it on grass. Um, others are struggling for form. It's it looks really weak. If you're Novak Djokovic, you're looking at this draw and thinking, "I'm gonna I'm gonna tie with Federer here on on eight Wimbledon's." Um, it, it's it's hard to make much of. We'll we'll try, but it's hard to make a a, a massive case against Djokovic, isn't it? Well, I
0: think it's a question of if you're a serious better, which uh, you know you're a big four-figure player or a big, even bigger five-figure players, I think they'll, Djokovic will be heavily supported by those who just think that the guys just got to turn up and win it. But if you're a recreational better, you've got to mm. look for something each way in the opposite half of the draw to Djokovic. And I mentioned it in, in a couple of things I've done already this week about women in championship. You, you're much better off if you can find a finalist to 10 to one or 12 to one or whatever, with the half the odds that bet rivers are offering you on the each way value than you are by betting Djokovic to win. You're not going to say I'll bet the winner of, of of Wimbledon, but you will get a better return for your money. If you find the guy who meets him in the, in the final, and I think that's a predicament betters have here. If you're a recreational better, uh, you know, you're $5, $10 kind of guy, you want to be betting a small each way. But if you are serious about your betting and you, you, you do it for a living and you, and you want to really have a go then it's going to be very hard to make a case against Novak Djokovic. I mean, he's bidding for his eighth Wimbledon, as you said. He's winning for his fifth consecutive Wimbledon title. He's bidding for a the Grand Slam, something that's eluded him in his career. And he's obviously going down now as the greatest player ever to play the game. And um, the question, Mark, for most bettors and this is, would you back Novak Djokovic at minus 155? So that's the first question I'm going to pose, ask you, uh, Sean. Are you going to back Novak Djokovic at minus 155?
1: I'm not going to back Djokovic at minus 155, no it's uh anyone that's listened to me on this show over the last 12 months or so will probably know the answer to that it's yeah he's probably gonna win let's you know let's be honest he probably is gonna win but it's not it's not my sort of bet really i i couldn't put that much on anyway to be honest my maximum is about 45 pence so I'd, i'd be in profit for what 38p or something it's um no it's 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 not for me i've got a couple of um of uh, much bigger prices on the each ways. But, it, you know, it is it is Djokovic's to lose, as, as far as I can see.
0: We've obviously, we highlighted Djokovic is the bet here at minus 155. I mean, there's so many positives to go into of his draw, his record here at this, this tournament. But there are a few... Question marks so that may put people off the minus 155. The first one is yeah. his age. He's 36 years of age. You know, he's, he might say, well, he didn't look that old at the French Open. He didn't look that old, But but Carlos Acaras did get injured in that third set. Maybe it would have been a very, very different match if the two of them would played the duration. And the second thing you've got to remember here is that he hasn't played since that French Open. You know, he's had a long, that's quite a long layoff to come like straight in and not play any grass court tennis. It, he's done it before. He's done it, you know, it's that's his strategy. And prior to um, you know he, it's he, just you know I'm trying to look for ways to to oppose him at minus one fifty five, and that's probably one of the two reasons I can. It is quite There's, difficult though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean you could you could argue that winning the French Open and then winning Wimbledon back to back is a, is very very hard to do. You know, Djokovic has done it. He did it in 2021, I think. So he has done it relatively recently. But prior to that, the only person that did it was. Nadal, well, not the only, the, more, the the one prior to that was Nadal in 2010. I think Federer also did it in 2009, but it's not something that happens most years, you know, winning the French and winning Wimbledon back-to-back, it is very difficult, and as you say, he's 36 years of age, he has, you know, he has got physical problems now that he didn't have back in, back in the day when he was, um, you know, a lot younger, so if you are looking for reasons to oppose Jockridge, I think it's, I think it's just, it's you're just hoping that he's not not fully fit, or isn't fit enough to go the full distance I think that's that's the only thing you can kind of hang your hat on really
0: and if he does have fitness injuries which he has had in in majors before you see the market react very differently to him and he's he, he's a master of mind games he's a master of saying they've got a back problem a master of saying I've got a problem in whatever issue he has with his body and you see mm-hmm. that the market reacts to him and suddenly he's plus 120 to win the tournament so there may become a stage over the next fortnight we know but Djokovic does you know, not, not say he doesn't tell the truth, he sort of bends the truth slightly and says that uh, he is in much more pain than he is and then he rattles off uh, uh, matches in straight sets and the market does react to those kind of things. So minus 155, we both believe that Novak Djokovic will win the championship, but I'm not going to bet him at minus 155. But I would be tempted if... An injury did occur, and he he sort of played up on that injury, which is, which is a distinct possibility with him. Before we go into the draw, we're going to look at each of the quarters. Now, obviously, we're recording this a few hours after the draw has been made. Uh, the odds compilers at Bet Rivers are busy working very, very hard, making sure that the, all the markets will be available on the website. All the props, and the props are usually the quarter winner, quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. Um, so we only got the outright markets here and let's have a look at the outright markets and well, what we're going to do is we're going to break down each quarter and look at the potential players who can cause a shock and who we think will come through Novak Djokovic as we say is the tournament favourite at minus 155 number one seed Carlos Alcaraz who won the Queen's Club in London is plus 350 then you go into question marks Dino Medvedev plus 1900 third favourite totally not a ease at grass not a, fa- a complete fade for me Yannick Sinner 1900 as well uh, pulled out injured as well in his last tournament. Alexander Zverev, 3,300. Andrei Rublev, 4,000. Stefanos Tsitsipas, not playing at all well, 4,000. Holger Rune, 4,000. Taylor Fritz, 4,000. Kyrios injured, 4,000. Sebastian Corder, which is semi-finals at Queen's Club, 4,000. Alex Dimenoir, 5,000. Andy Murray a metal hip, Sixty-six hundred. Cam Norrie not good enough. Seventy-five hundred. Uh, Francis TFO, Interesting. I, I thought he was quite big. Francis, yeah, we come on to him bit at uh, eighty to one. And Casper Ruud. I don't think he's even come off a speedboat yet after the uh, the semi final of the final appearance at the Roland Garros. Uh, and he's not at all first round casualty. Much more likely than making the second week. He is hundred to one. So as Sean said, there it is very 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 hard. To find anybody to oppose Novak Djokovic with, and where we have to start is in the top half of the draw. And let's look at the first quarter. And the first quarter sees the number one seed and the tournament's second favorite at plus three fifty, Carlos Alcaraz, who is the first player other than the name of the Dow, Federer, or Djokovic to be the number one seed at Wimbledon for twenty years. Uh, in his section, he has Nicolas Jarry, uh, possibly the thirty last thirty-two, Alexander Zverev, Alex Diminois, who he beat at the final in Queens Club, Francis T.F.O. And Grigio Dimitrov, uh, as well as uh, Holger Rune, as well, who looks we on the ceilings would be his uh, most likely quarterfinal opponent. Um, Alcides' draw. What do you make of his draw? And what do you think of his stats and his, you know, his? The market likes him because he won Queens, but I'm not convinced at all by Alcides as, as of yet. I think he will win Wimbledon eventually, but I think it's still far too early for him.
1: I think he's looking better and better on the grass. He's got he's got the game. To go well on this surface. You know, he's a good mover, um, decent first serve, huge forehand, capable of coming to the net. He's not he's not a player that doesn't like coming forward. He's capable of playing the drop shots, the touch shots, the volleys. He he's got he has got everything you need, really, to be a good grass player, other than the experience. And that's the one thing that you would perhaps count him down on when you're comparing him to Novak Djokovic. But if you're comparing him to the rest of this quarter, um I suppose you could say uh, potentially Alexander Zverev, if Zverev plays his absolute best, C- could be a tricky, um, could be a tricky day for, for Alcaraz. Dimitrov's got decent stats on grass, but he played Alcaraz at Queens and he just really didn't show up. Did he? Neither did Caller, incidentally. Um, you know, they both, they both didn't produce anything like that. They can, what they can. Um, TFO, as you say, is interesting. I think the problem with TFO is that he, he has to, he, he expends an awful lot of energy in his matches. I, I think it's, which will get him you know some way I think he just by the end of the the two weeks of a major I think he's absolutely shattered because he he, he puts so much energy and, and effort into his an adrenaline into his performance i think he's normally drained by the by the second week or the end of the second week potentially one for new York TFA I think he might mm-hmm. go well at the. us open this year I'm not completely convinced that he'll he'll go well at Wimbledon we perhaps need to just touch on the conditions actually just very very quickly before I continue about on this quarter um the people that maybe just tune in for the big tournaments, Wimbledon or whatever, and the US and the French, they might not be too familiar with the conditions, but it's very, very slow at Wimbledon these days, which is why one reason why Djokovic has had so much success because it's it it's not a quick surface. If you compare it to all the other grass surfaces on the tour, it's actually pretty slow. In the last three editions, it's averaged only 82% holds of serve and just less than 73% first serve points won. Now, if, if I put this in slightly different terms, um, in terms of the tie breaks per set, If you look at the last 250 main draw matches at at Wimbledon, only 0.17 of the sets have featured a tiebreak. That puts it behind all the other grass court tournaments. Eastbourne, 0.23. Mallorca, 0.23. Queen's, 0.21, et cetera, et cetera. Stuttgart, 0.33. I talked at some length, didn't I, about the, the altitude conditions and the speed in Stuttgart. Produces almost twice as many tiebreaks as Wimbledon. Um, even Newport is, is quicker than Wimbledon, according to that stat. So it's it's the slowest grass court of the year. So don't don't become an ear expecting lots of tie breaks um, because it you know it just doesn't happen. But I think it's probably worth mentioning um, in case people do think it's grass and it's quick. It it really isn't anymore at Wimbledon, um, which is also something that potentially favors Alcaraz or certainly doesn't harm him. And it's not um, so
0: hot this year, is it? We've had a heat wave here in the UK in the last couple of weeks, but the temperatures next week is sort of what you would expect this time of year. Maybe a little bit cooler than what you expect. There's a bit of rain around, especially on the day one. It gets hotter a little bit in the second week, but it's still. It's not a hot. Going to be a real hot Wimbledon, which 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 would naturally speed up the courts as well.
1: Well, yeah, certainly speed up the balls flying through the air if it's if it's hotter. Yeah, um, but you know, so many players have complained, particularly Nick Kyrgios. Um, but others as well have said how slow it is. It's it's not by any means a quick grass court. So th- I think that probably helps Alcaraz a little bit. Um, a Queens doesn't seem particularly quick either. The last two editions of Queens has dropped right off the charts in terms of in terms of the stats. Y- you could potentially argue this because it's not many, been many big service in it, but it, it seems slower to me than it was before. Um, so there are some decent players in Alcaraz's quarter that on their day, you know, could cause him problems. Dimitrov could, TFO could. Uh, Zverev could. Um, Rune, I can't see doing anything at all. No. His, his stats are poor, to be honest. I know he's not played many matches on grass. He, I imagine his stats will get better on grass as he, as his career progresses. But at the minute, nothing, nothing spectacular, is it? I think the ones I've mentioned are the ones that could give him a match. So it's not, it's not the easiest of quarters. Um, you would expect him to come through it, but there are there are some dangers in there.
0: Yeah, our crisis will be a heavy favourite to come through uh, the, to the semi-finals. Um, I don't think Sean will be betting him, uh, but he's seems to highlight a few players who potentially could uh, give him some trouble. I, I think he's... Um, I, I still want to take him on. I, I just I, I know the stats and the conditions are going to suit, but I think the market's gone a little bit carried away at plus 350, and I think there's better alternatives on the each-way market. And if I was looking for something oh, yeah. in, that, in that draw, I think TFO potentially could come through. And the reason I like TFO is because he obviously did so well in Germany, won the tournament in Stuttgart. Then he was absolutely exhausted at the Queen's Club. And I mm-hmm. would appear that the layers have looked at his form from the Queen's Club, where, he, where there was reasons why he didn't perform and hasn't taken into account how well he played at Stuttgart. But I think uh, with the crowd behind him, I think TFO could um, could cause much out- Quicker in
1: Stuttgart is perhaps the, the, the one thing to mention. It is a lot, lot quicker in Stuttgart than it is at Wimbledon. But it's, but it's still very solid gra- grass for you, yeah. you
0: also remember as well, the conditions of Wimbledon with we, we, rain, light games as well. Will we play under the roof? Which will mm. obviously makes it's, it's a totally different surface as well to what we play as well. So it's a, look, the scheduling is going to be very, very important. The weather conditions as well as co- uh, the court speed as well. But a lot of reasons to, you could be pro Alcaraz or, or against Alcaraz. But I just think a plus 350 is a little bit too short. And I, I'm looking for ways to oppose him. The second quarter here. Now, this is a this to me is the most interesting quarter of the whole of the draw because the most likely players, according to the seedings, to come through to the quarterfinals are Daniel Medvedev and Stefanos Tsitsipas. And as we stand now, they are my two biggest fades in the tournament. I just couldn't bet Medvedev with anyone's money whatsoever. Uh, he's the third favorite, remarkably to win Wimbledon. He, he quotes before about grass court, the way he's playing at the moment coming to this tournament. I just Cannot see how he can get that deep, and Stefanos Tsitsipas, who opens up probably with the tie of the round against Dominic Team, is playing mm. terrible. And then in the second round, he's likely to play Andy Murray or Ryan Pedersen, probably. If be he Andy gets Murray. through
1: the first round,
0: if he gets, it, and <laughs> then he and then he plays Murray, so his route is very very hard. Obviously, we know if Murray goes deeper in the tournament, his chances to progress get further because his body just sort of gives up towards the end of, the, of a two week period. So there's in that section there, we have. Talon Grixbo, a very big serving Dutchman. uh, Francesco Serendulu, who's doing well this week in Eastbourne. Tommy Paul, who's doing exceptionally well at Eastbourne as well. Both of that could be the final in Eastbourne. Cam Norrie, the other Brit, uh, who got to the semifinals last year. And Sebastian Corda, and also Ben Shelton. So I think this is a potential here to get some people at very decent prices through to a semifinal, because I think the two market leaders in this group, this section, Medvedev and Setsipas, are well worth a fade.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna stick with the, the guy that we had the other week at, at forty to one uh or so to, to in Queens. That's Seb Corder, if anyone wasn't listening to that podcast. Unlucky with that one, got to the semis, didn't he? And didn't didn't really well you were there, didn't really put in a performance against um Alcaraz at all. Did I think he, he got day. the
0: tactics completely wrong. I think he tried to go toe to toe at the back of the court. Uh he was never gonna beat him like that. He had to he had to just vary it up a little bit. Come to the net a little bit, a bit, a bit, bit more aggressive. He broke him in the first game of the match. Yeah. He broke him in the first game of the match, and then not serve
1: Well, either did he? Did serve well.
0: I just think he had that was the worst performance you could ever expect from Corder. In I thought you know he, it was his Z game rather than his A, B, or C game. And if they met over five sets at Wimbledon, I think the only I think he'll give a much better game. But I, I would be worried about him his physicality going into a fifth set against Alcaraz. That'd be a concern for me.
1: Yeah, well he's, as I mentioned in the podcast week, he has he has beefed up quite considerably on that score. Um during the 3-month or 3-4 or four month layoff that he had with that wrist injury he has he has put on quite a bit of muscle. Um I think that will help him in tournaments like this. He certainly got the talent. My my main concern with him I, I'm not that con- concerned about his physicality now that he's a bit stronger, but I am still a little concerned about his mentality. He does I think a lot of that Alcaraz defeat was was in his head to be honest. Um we have seen it before from him. That's that's my only concern. But the talent wise and and draw wise, I think he's got an excellent chance in this second quarter. He's he's got a fabulous record against Cam Norrie, who he may may play kind of early on. Um, Medvedev, as as you said, just he's just not comfortable on grass. he? It seems to me he's only comfortable on hard courts now. He can't trust the bounce on clay. Can't trust, oh, he? Did win did win Rome, didn't he? So he's not too bad, but. Um, he doesn't trust the bounce on clay or grass. Gr- grass, he's he, he's also too far back. He's he's trying to win everything from about five meters behind the baseline. It's not it's not working for him at all. He gets frustrated with it. it, it his stats, his performance levels, they're not they're not there on grass. They're nothing like they are on hard courts. Um, so he's got a lot of work to do if he's going to figure in the latter stages of this tournament. Um, Greek sports possibilities coming in here with, with with decent form. I'm not sure he's got the quality to. To sort of go to the quarters of the semis, but you know he may well go deep. Um, Tommy Paul is is a possibility, certainly if he wins Eastbourne, which he he should do really from the from the the draw that he's got now. Barrera in the semis and then McDonald or Serendola in the final, he should really be winning that tournament, which would which would be a great boost for him because he's struggled a bit in the last few months. So he he's a possibility as well in there. Um, Shelton I think is a bit raw, but could could upset a couple of people. I think he's you know got quite a bit. Um, lacking in experience on grass so far, but he, he could certainly win a few matches. Uh, Sitsipas, I've, I've you know completely written off for for this grass swing. He wasn't high on my list of of people to go well and during the the grass season anyway. But you know, he just looks he just looks miles away, doesn't he? At the minute, he's absolutely awful. Like, that match against Hanfman, he just I don't know what I don't know what's going on with him at the minute. But just just it, it's irrelevant, really. He's just not. Not likely to progress. He might not even beat Dominic Team if we're being completely honest. Um, but I think I think ability wise, grass court wise, um, I think Corder is is the one here. I think he offers the most potential. I, I could certainly see him getting to the quarterfinals uh, and hopefully the semifinals. I've taken him at forty to one each way with Bet Rivers. I think that's a good price.
0: Yeah, forty to one. Uh, Peter, uh I was going to say Peter's dad, Sebastian Corda. Yeah, he's not. Former, yeah, he's got to say he's, <laughs> he, he won't last five sets in the second week. Uh, Sebastian Corda, forty to one with Bet Rivers, each way a half. The odds one two. So if he does get to the final, and Novak Djokovic is twenty to one to reach the final, and that's the way you've got to approach this women and look for the each way value. And luckily enough, Bet Rivers are one of the only bookmakers across America do offer each way uh, terms. So twenty to one to make the final for Seb Corda. And given the draw he's got, I can't see him not getting to the uh, to the quarterfinals. I got like Tommy Paul here. Um, I saw another uh, some prices at around about three hundred and fifty to one to win Wimbledon. So one hundred and seventy-five to one. Bet Rivers are, are much much shorter than that. They're one hundred and twenty to one. They're very low on Tommy Paul. But I thought Tommy Paul, if, if he wins uh, Eastbourne, he's got big big confidence. And I thought that the Americans, I thought the Americans in that quarter would do really well. Quarter, I saw quarter Paul in Shelton. I thought. There would be the emerging three that I want to get on with, uh, rather than Medvedev and Tsitsipas. But what well, happened last year, didn't it,
1: with Taylor Fritz? He won Eastbourne and then took that confidence into Wimbledon, and you know almost got into the semifinal. So mm. it's 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 certainly possible, yeah.
0: Yeah. So the main pick uh, on the draw so far, uh, one of our official picks in the bottom, sorry, the top half of the draw, is Sebastian Corda each way at forty to one for the Wimbledon 2023 title. Uh, That's Sean's official play there. Now, let's move to the uh, bottom half of the draw, where we see the name Novak Djokovic. He's in the fourth quarter. But the third quarter uh, looks quite a tough quarter. But there's again, there's players in there that you... You, you, don't, you don't mind on grass. Uh, Yannick Sinner uh, is the number eight seed, and he looks on the seedings. The quarterfinal would be Casper Rudd, but I'd be amazed if Casper Rudd reaches the quarterfinals of Wimbledon. Yannick Sinner is obviously a player that we are both very, very impressed with what we've seen. We worry about his physicality. He was our pick to win the French Open. And I've always thought he'd be a better player on a a, a grass court at Wimbledon rather than a clay court. I thought he'd do a a breakthrough at a US Open. I thought he's got the game to win Wimbledon. Last year, we famously had the match of the tournament up against uh, Novak Djokovic when he raced into a 2-0 set lead and Novak Djokovic come back and beat him. Um, We are still question marks about his physicality. um, But he's in that section, along with Taylor Fritz, who disappointed last week losing in the first round at Eastbourne, uh, and Roberto Bautista a good the Spaniard, who's very, very good uh, on grass as well, Dennis Shapovala, who's not having the greatest run of form, and Casper Rudd, as well as some interesting floaters who aren't seeded, Lloyd Harris, who uh, just looks like he's going very well in the tournament in Mallorca as well, is in there as well. Um, Sinna, let's start with Sina. Um, All the talent, you know, th- this is a guy that I've I've already bet him, he's in my portfolio to win uh, the Wimbledon this year, but um, Coming into the tournament, his injury concerns, he just his, his form's gone a little bit, uh, gone a bit wrong for him in the last few weeks, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, he, he just doesn't seem to have overcome that that glaring issue, which is which is his physicality. It's I had hope that he'd overcome it earlier on in the season when we we bet him to win uh, Miami, and he once again he broke down, didn't he, in the final? Could couldn't really compete. Um, some of that was potentially to do with the heat, but there's there's always something wrong with him, isn't there? It's 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 almost like a running theme with him now. I, I, you know, his grass court stats are okay; they're 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 decent. They're but they're no better than Seb Corders, uh, for example. And you know he, he just can't you just can't trust him. La- last time we saw him, he, he retired, didn't he? In um, in Halle, injured. It's, it's it's very difficult to bet. You know he had put a lot of um, a lot of sort of muscle on at the start of this year. And as I say, coming into Indian Wells and Miami, he was looking great, but it just, it, it just, I just don't think he can trust his own body. It must be a very frustrating position to be in if you're Yannick Sinner and you, some of the matches he's played, you were there, weren't you, when he, when he beat Rublev? Absolutely yep. destroyed him in Miami. Best performance uh, I've seen this year by any player. Superb. We, it was. So we know we can produce that tennis. And, you know, you mentioned as well the match against Djokovic last last year in um, at Wimbledon last year. We know that tennis is in there, but I don't think his body is, is allowing him to to be as good as he can be. And I just I can't I can't see any value in it sixteen to one here. I think this quarter is is wide open, but I could, I wouldn't back Sinner at that price.
0: So who would you back, Sean? Where do you see the value or any potential value in this quarter coming through? Because we could get a big price player again through to the semifinals here.
1: Yeah, I think this is a very 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 open quarter. I took a, a huge price about Bautista Ragut, the other guy that we backed uh, last week. Well, week before in um, in Haller, um, I took four hundred to one earlier. I don't think that's available now, but um, you can still get one hundred and fifties. I think um, on on Bartisa and you know he, he has the he has the numbers. I mentioned it before. Long term grass data and the short term grass data is excellent. There's, there's very few players in this draw that got better numbers. Than Bautista, I got Djokovic is obviously one. Um, Alcaraz only in this this grass swing we're currently in, not not overall. Um, but nobody else, you know. And and this is this is a guy who's four hundred to one, you know. Even his record at Wimbledon, I've got all the numbers written down here. I won't, I won't bore people with all my stats, but take it from me, he's got he's got better stats than pretty much anybody in this draw, apart from as I say, Novak Djokovic. And you're getting. Well, I got four hundred to one, but even one hundred and fifty to one is is big. Um, that level he played in Haller, I was extremely disappointed in how he played in the semi-finals against against Rublev. I know Rublev had a really good day on serve, and it, it you know, everything Rublev it went in, it the lines and all the rest of it. Bautista, the reality is, Bautista wasn't at that same level that day as, as he had been in the previous three matches when he was when he was superb. That performance against Medvedev was was top top class. You know, he beat Medvedev. Pretty much from the back of the court, he came in once or twice, uh, Bautista. But he basically beat Medvedev from the back of the court. And you're looking at Medvedev and saying he's a twenty to one shot, and you're saying Bautista gets four hundred to one. Not, I'm not having it. Uh, he's a former semi finalist at Wimbledon as well. Um, the obvious sticking point is the fact that he's in the same half of the draw as Novak Djokovic. But as I say, I mean, I don't think you can ignore that price. Really, there's there's nobody in this quarter that is. Standing out to me and saying, well, they can beat him. I mean, Sinner, as we've we've talked about, no form at all. Uh, Fitness is also highly questionable, as I've said. Dan Evans talked about how he doesn't really want to be playing tennis at the minute because his confidence is so bad. Nishioka's got a shocking record on grass. Fritz has had an awful grass season. Really, really bad. So disappointing. He must be really disappointed coming into Wimbledon, the way he's played. Uh, Chorich hasn't won a match on grass since 2019, I think it is, born of Chorich. Uh, Shapovalov's in absolutely no sort of form, hasn't been for a long, long time now. And Casper Rude, he's not, he doesn't really come into the reckoning. I don't he's think still, I
0: said he's still on a speedboat with his supermodel girlfriend at the moment. He's,
1: he's in... probably playing the Hurlingham or the Boodles or one of those to one of those warm up probably. He put a thing doing.
0: on his Instagram account, he was on the back of a speedboat and then he was on a golf course practicing like yesterday. I don't oh, know,
1: he? yeah, oh, okay. He's not, he's, he's not in the reckoning anyway, he's, he's got, uh, he's got think... no interest at all. I think off the top of my head, he's three six win loss on Grass in his his career um rude. So I have basically ruled everybody out there, apart from apart from Bautista Ragut. Sinner's obviously the on his on his top form. You would expect Sinner to, to win that course, but he's not on top form and his body doesn't look up to it. So and his stats aren't better than Bautista Ragut's anyway. They're actually worse. So happy to take Bautista Ragut at the the massive prices that are on offer.
0: Head to the Bet Rivers website. Bet Rivers are currently a little bit lower, though. We're 150 to one. Bet Rivers are, on the, are for the Spaniard to win this. He's seeded, number 20 seed, former semi finalist at Wimbledon. You can get triple figure prices about him in a very weak section of the draw. Uh, he's probably one to look at for to win that quarter as well when the lines come out a little bit later yeah. on today or maybe tomorrow. Uh, look for that quarter three and maybe get a nice double figure price about Batista good to win the quarter. That is definitely something that's going to be worth interesting for you there. If you don't want to, have pay the big, big price for him to win the tournament. But it's the each-way part that we like here. Uh, the bottom half of the draw is where we see the main man. We see Novak Djokovic tournament, favourite, minus money, favourite, defending champion, bidding for a grand slam, as we said at the top of the show. He's got a very, very relatively easy draw. His, lo- his first seed he runs into is Echeverria. I watched at Eastbourne, absolutely mm-hmm. out of his comfort zone, completely on grass. He's got her cash. He's got Massetti, He's got Felix Orjelisim, uh, Bublik, Kyrgios, who's not, who's not fit. And Andre Rublev. So really again, Novak Djokovic shouldn't have any problems whatsoever progressing through to the semi-finals. Do you see any issues for the number two seed or do you think it's just going to be Novak Djokovic going about his business as he has done an easy route through?
1: It's difficult to make a, a, a viable case for, for any of these lot beating him really, isn't it? Um, Alexander Bublik has actually got the best stats um on grass recently as in in the last sort of year uh, the last 10 matches that he's played sorry he's got absolutely tremendous stats but it's hard to see Bublik as a Wimbledon champion isn't it i mean um it, it's possible i mean it, it is possible looking at the statistics you would say Bublik yeah maybe the one Best best place to to threaten Djokovic. I can't see it because, as I've said, it's slower here um, than it is in Halle. So it's it you know it makes it much much harder for people like Bublik, Kyrgios, Berrettini, these guys to to beat Novak Djokovic, which is why you know one reason why he's had so much success here. Um, just running through the form for for people that aren't perhaps fully aware. Felix auger he hasn't played for a long time, injured, um, pulled out of the recent grass court tournaments. That he's and he wasn't in great form prior to those injuries anyway. He's really struggling, so he's easily overlooked. Uh Massetti's played okay on grass, but it's it's difficult to see him beating Novak Djokovic. Hercash um could give him a could give him a match, could win a set, maybe two uh on a on a great day. But he just as I said many times in the show, doesn't return anywhere near good enough. He's gonna have to rely on tie breaks and I guess he could win a couple of tie breaks against Djokovic if that happened, but it's hard to see him beating him. Um he's been given a a pretty easy draw. Yeah. I he? Pedro Kashin in the first round, who was walloped by Yannick Hanfman in, in Mallorca uh, a couple of days ago. I can't see him winning more than a handful of games really against Djokovic. Uh, Rusevori could, could potentially give him a, a reasonable match if he gets that far. Um, you certainly wouldn't trust his, his mentality though. If he got in within a vague chance of winning, he would certainly, uh, fade away. You would have thought, um, Keryos as we've said we we don't know what sort of condition he's in the last we've seen of him is it's very very poor condition isn't it he, he looked nowhere near the the player that people are used to seeing um since his knee injury he's he's looked you know he's played, played a couple of matches hasn't he and not not really been anywhere near his old self um Rublev yeah he did okay in Hallow. he's do, he's done made a couple of finals there on the grass but it's not really his surface I can't make a viable case for anyone beating him in that in that quarter unless something very peculiar happens.
0: He is going to be a very, very heavy minus money favourite to win quarter four, Novak Djokovic. But it's on paper, it's very, very hard to make a case against him. But uh, as I keep saying, the tournament isn't paid on paper. It's paid on grass at Wimbledon. I think the only person who can beat Novak Djokovic is himself if he does get any injury concerns. But uh, barring injury, I can't see him not getting to another final and probably winning. Another Wimbledon crown. Would you fairly fairly agree with that, Sean? Yeah, I, I, it's
1: completely. To be honest, I mean, you look at yeah. his stats, you look at his form, you look at the the motivation factor. The only thing we can say is is he might he might struggle physically, maybe. Um, and that's really, as I say, we're hanging hanging our hats on. Really, he he should he should win this tournament. I think is the bottom line.
0: Yeah, Novak Djokovic minus one fifty five to win the tournament. He's going to be big, big odds on, big minus money to win the quarter, but he. Looks as though he's got a very easy route to the semi-finals, and really probably a relatively easy route to the final. Who he meets is a question mark. We have two official picks here, though Sean. We're going to go for Sebastian Corda each way at forty to one. Remember, Bet Rivers are a half the odds, one two, so twenty to one for the American to make the final. We're also going to throw a, a little bit of interest in Bautista a good at uh, I think he's one fifty with Bet Rivers, and wait for that third quarter. Special to come out, we think that the Spaniards could win that third quarter. I quite kind of like Tommy Paul as well, uh, a big price, one hundred and twenty to one in his in his quarter two. Uh, probably, hopefully, play Sebastian Coe in the quarterfinals, and we may have a semi finalist there. But uh, it looks like it's uh, Novak Djokovic to lose mm-hmm. here. And when you look at the alternatives, it's very very hard not to make a case for the man bidding to win a calendar Grand Slam. Uh, there's lots of action coming up. We, you know, we, it's not, we're not so excited about this. sort the, the betting hasn't really made us excited. It's, it's, it's a very, very one-sided uh, field as we're we looking at it here. It looks like a one-horse race to me, potentially. So we're not really excited, but we've got some really good, exciting content coming your way over the next fortnight at SW19. I've just recorded... A women's single draw with Rory Girardi, uh, where we go through the women's draw, very similar to myself and Sean have just done there. The women's draw, unlike the men's, is very open. There's 20-odd players who can win that at massive prices, so check that out. Uh, tomorrow, on Saturday, uh, we'll have all the first-round matches live on the Bet Rivers website, and I'll be joining Sean again to break through the first-round matches and give our best picks on the first round with the games playing on Monday and Tuesday. And I'll be doing exactly the same with Rory with the best bets on the women's draw. And as the tournament goes on, we will have updates and shows all the way through Wimbledon fortnight here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. Keep in touch with everything we do by downloading the podcast, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can download it on your preferred podcast provider. You can follow us on our uh, um, YouTube show, I was talking about that chicken curry in my throat there uh, on the <laughs> Bet Rivers Network on our YouTube channel and you can follow us as well on our socials on Instagram and on Twitter where we share the exactly same handle at because we win we'll have daily videos on there best bets at Wimbledon and you'll, you'll also be uh, covered with all the different action and different sports that we cover here at Bet Rivers uh, Sean thank you very much for joining us I'll speak to you again Bye. tomorrow but unfortunately it looks like it's Novak djokovic tournament We give you some uh, big price alternatives on the each-way market, but between the two of us, we can't see Novak Djokovic not making history in winning his eighth Wimbledon title and his 24th major in total. Take care, and we'll speak to you again tomorrow.